You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so today it is my pleasure to have one of my clients, and I'm lucky enough, I think at this point, to call her a friend, a fellow mom and military spouse with us today, Emily Lenning. And we have known each other for several years now. We met in the online space and we have done some in-person intensives together and we're planning to do another one. So this is one of my lucky relationships where I've actually gotten to spend time in person, which I always think just really makes everything like that much deeper. So I wanted to bring Emily on today to talk about her journey because I find it to be so inspiring. And it really tells the story of what's possible with hard work and dedication and putting in the effort. If I could explain Emily in a nutshell, it would be the person who asks what they can do to get to the goal and does the work and then some. So that's the biggest thing. And I've talked about this lots and lots, like what makes a successful client versus not it's the people that are really willing to put in the effort, right? Sure. If I had a magic wand and could wave it around and then magically people's goals would become reality, like that would be great. But then everyone would be successful and entrepreneurship wouldn't be what it is today. So Anyway, I am just excited for you to get to hear her story and what has evolved in honestly a really short period of time. But I think that what is also unique is Emily's story could be one that you would hear and you'd be like, wow, she's an overnight success. And although that's true, there's a lot of work that went into it. And I think that that is so important that that is highlighted because so many people ask like, well, how do you do it? by putting in the effort and trying things and being willing to say, Hmm, that's not working super well. What can I learn to make this more of a cohesive experience? So I'm going to stop talking now and turn this over to Emily and just kind of take us back to like when you and I first met and where you were at with your journey, because you were still in corporate. So that's really important to highlight. So take us back to, to that time and tell me about like what you were envisioning before we get to what you've created. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. Those are big compliments. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And it's just been so awesome working with you. So I'm excited to dive into that. So I actually, it's our five-year anniversary this month for Blossoms. So we've been in business Amazing. now for five years. And when I say in business, that means this was the month I gave a proposal to my aunt and uncle to ask them to run their social media for a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> I was like, Hey, I have this proposal I made on word, um, printed it out, presented it to them on their front porch and said, can I do your social? I want to start my own business. And it was called blossom social media. I had these big ideas in my head of like where I wanted it to go, but they were kind of my first step, like testing out the waters. Cause at the time I was working at Kellogg's and corporate 
um, and was applying what I was learning there and also did some nonprofit internships in college. So I just wanted to go beyond that and start my own business and see what would go from there because I'm a fifth generation entrepreneur. So I have this skill set from being raised that way where I kind of knew maybe what I needed to get started. So anyway, from there, I had my old job at a car dealership reach out and ask if I could run their social. And I was like, perfect. I have a new business. So I'll put you under that. And then a couple other connections um, and grew from there and then worked at a few different agencies that were remote and needed that because my husband being in the Air Force, I quit my corporate job and needed something remote and learned a lot of skills in those jobs and kind of how to set up a business um, and how the processes work and how I could do it. But I was working full time plus my clients on the side. I was just burnout. I was just exhausted. And I had maybe four or five clients um, that I would do at night, like after my daytime job. So we were in Mississippi. This was like, I think probably January 2020. And I was covering, going back to my old job to cover someone on maternity leave for three months. And I thought, oh, that's perfect time for me to build up my business so I can go into it full time, quit my full time job and do that. And once I did, I got pushed number one on something called Thumbtack, which is a app where you can look for services. So a lot of people find us still on there. I yeah. remember when you first told me about Thumbtack, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and what so is like, that? You were the first person to tell me about Thumbtack. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Like you can find plumbers, marketing services. It's just so full of random things, but they show up on the first page of Google when people search for marketing services. So we then got pushed on there and I was getting like 10 phone calls a day. I was freaking out because I still had to like cover this lady on her maternity leave. And I just started connecting with you online during this time. And I remember getting on that first lead call with you and I'm like, I have all these clients. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, I need processes. Like I remember just crying to my husband, like, I want this, but like, how do I do it? It was just really scary, but exciting. But like, I'm getting burnt out very quickly by having to take these phone calls and send proposals. I don't even know like a proposal software system. I was just making them in Canva and emailing them to people. And <laughs> so Melissa introduced me to Dubsado, which we still use today. And just having to create all those processes and hiring and, and next steps. And so I honestly would not be here like without the guidance that you gave me because it was like, how I don't know what I'm, what to do because I can make social media posts, but how do I grow beyond that? So, yeah. <laughs> so how did you even like learn about business coaches? Because I remember in my journey, right. Which is similar. And I've told the story lots and lots, but I didn't even know that there was such a thing until years into, you know, my journey. Wow. And then I was like, Oh my goodness, I need this. Right. So like, what was the first, like, how did you, I know that we met in a group, but how did you know that there were like people that could help you? I think I saw maybe you shared maybe like a, the wind down Wednesday or something, or maybe like a, an event or something that I joined and I think I read maybe one of your posts like about helping like entrepreneurs. Like, I don't know. I think I was in that group, looked at your website, saw what you did. And I was like, oh, she could help me. Interesting. Like, I didn't even mm -hmm. know that was a thing <laughs> that like people can guide me and help me. So it's like, you have to kind of stumble across it, which is just crazy. Like, oh, there are people that can help me get to that point. And I didn't even know because my grandparents owned a plumbing business and heating and, and they never talked about business coaches because they didn't have one because no. like you're in that space. You don't have <laughs> like a business <laughs> coach. <laughs> so yeah. 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 This is so interesting. But I think what you shared right there is like motivation for people listening that 
you never know who's going to stumble across your stuff. So unless you put it out there, you're not going to put that breadcrumb trail. And I know that's probably what you preach all the time, obviously being in marketing, like you've got to be visible, even though we don't always know who's looking at our stuff. Right. All right. So this business starts like blowing up and you come to me and then also in this whole like time frame, then you guys decide you're going to start a family. So <laughs> we throw that into the mix because I remember there was a lot of discussion around how to create a business that was going to be sustainable through pregnancy. And then of course, like raising a tiny human. And yeah. that's one of the things that I admired so much about you. And I'm just going to share this. And I hope it's okay. You are younger than a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And that, that came up as a thing that sometimes could be a challenge for you because people would be asking about that. And so we (laughs) we continue to do a lot of mindset work around that. But for me, I see this totally different version of a person like who's a very old soul and very wise beyond her ears and has all this experience. And so anyway, the reason I bring that up is because you inherently knew that you didn't want to just grow this business and blow it up and hit burnout. Like you were wise to know, like, how do I do this correctly? Right. Yeah. I have been making it work with proposals in Canva, which is fine. We've all been there, but you're like, how do I uplevel this? And how do I automate? And how do I make this more sustainable? How do I create a business that still allows me to become a mom and that will give me the freedom to have the space to figure out what that, that journey looks like in itself. And so I just really, really appreciated that so much about you that you were willing to ask those questions. And again, I think one of the layers of, of the many things that make you so successful, because you're very, very self-aware, you're very curious, you're really open to learning and like all the qualities of somebody who is just going to continue to do amazing things. So tell me, let, let's start talking about the team part, right. And then growing blossom into what it is today. And like, you're doing all this stuff. And then at what point is it like, I need to scale this with people and talk a little bit about that journey. Yeah. So yeah. Like when we were like, Oh, we want to start a family. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to work 10 hour a day, like 10 hour days because I don't want to do that obviously. And so I had Reagan home with me the whole first year. Um, that was something that was really important to me. And so with that, I did need to hire a team. So I hired people to help me create those processes. I hired contractors to help create the social media posts. I still overlook most of our client strategies um, because that is important to me, but I had to like go, would you help me of like the micromanaging part? Like I can't just have, I can't look over everything that everyone's doing at this point with as many clients as we have. I cannot nitpick everything. Right. And so with that, I had to trust people and find people that I did trust to, Mm -hmm. to do that. You know, Um, what was your first hire? Was it for client facing work or was it for internal, like for your business? It was actually to help me with creating client content. So I, I talked to a friend I went to college with and she was interested. Um, I think I might've put it on Facebook or something like I need help. And she reached out and helped me create content for some of the clients and kind of took that off my plate to then free up my mind to like, okay, what can I hire next for? So I hired a couple more contractors, but then it was managing them, managing the clients. And so I hired then an account manager and all of these were contractors. And then they helped me with the lead calls that came in and, and kind of building a proposal stuff. And and all of that. So I did, yeah, first hire for client content work. And so what does your team look like today? So we have two full-time employees that are account managers. 
um, one full-time digital marketing specialist, two contract digital marketing specialists, um, and a few other contractors. So we have three employees and probably six contractors on our team. So. so this is all really happened in the span of, I mean, a year and a half, right? 2020 and we're halfway um, through 2022. Over two years. Yeah. Over two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the and actual employees, right? I want to highlight yeah. that you guys, this isn't, I mean, she truly understands the difference, yeah. contractors <laughs> and employees. And you have gone through some growing pains like we all do with team. But again, one of the things that like nothing ever stopped you. It was like, okay, how do I learn from this? How do I create something that's even more in alignment, right? Really digging into things like stepping into that CEO role, figuring out what truly are the core values. What is it that we're creating? How do I make sure that we're attracting people in onto our team that really resonate with all of this? And, and I think that we can read all the books and we can have all the coaching, but we can't really know the full depth of it until we do it right and learn from it. And again, you didn't let that stuff get you down when those challenges came. And I think that from looking in, and of course I want to hear from you, but I think a big part of that is having support, right? Knowing that you had somebody to, and sometimes it was me and sometimes it was other people, but to talk it through and to keep going. And I mean, maybe share about that a little bit, like how important do you think, and especially looking back through some of the natural growth stages of business, was it important to have support for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll be vulnerable here. This year is the hardest of the my life with the business. Well, actually probably 2021 from like the day Reagan was born, just because everything changed. Right. And (laughs) shocker, everything changed when this baby comes. (laughs) I was like, Oh, she'll just sleep on me for eight hours a day. I remember I kept saying to you because I of course had a really challenging child and still do in terms of commitment with energy. And I just, I was like hoping that you were going to get the easy one, but I kept saying, well, we don't know what kind of baby you're going to get. So let's talk about like all the scenarios. I did. I was like, okay, I'll try to take, you know, six to nine weeks off that kind of happened, but not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, but yeah, that is like really, it was really tough. And also just like team management in that time was tough because I was trying to figure out what my role like was looking like and what I could commit to my team and my clients. And it was just really hard and, you know, had some team things that came up that I had to work through. That was just really hard because I really never was, had a professional management role before this. Like I wasn't really managing people before I started Blossom. So I was kind of thrown into that, like managing multiple people. And like you were mentioned earlier, the age thing, like I'm in my mid twenties and I'm, that was a really hard thing for me because I get comments all the time on it, which I feel like is just the comments try to bring you down and like what you can do. And I just have to fight those because I think if I don't, then I'm not going to learn how to be a good leader and manage a good team and find that support that just is good, you know, part of our culture internally. So yeah, having you, I don't, I think my husband only cares so much about like marketing, <laughs> like just, like leaders. He loves talking to me about leadership. Like we'll talk about it all day. Cause he's very passionate about that. But when it comes to like, what should I do? He's like, can't help me with that. And he mm-hmm. like will only listen so much. So I needed you to help me like talk through like a lot of Oxer sessions of what do I do? And you're like, let me talk to this person. Let's figure out this. Like, let's, you know, and I like when I have lead calls multiple times a year of people like you sound young. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <I can't> 
<laughs> like, and then just coming to you like, oh, it's so frustrating. But like, you always help me like figure out what I should respond with. And I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have that support because you can get so lonely. It's lonely at the top when you're yes. in the business. <laughs> so, so true. So, okay. You, again, you came into the space, had a, you know, a dream stood on your aunt and uncle's doorstep and boom, this like literally starts taking off and you have grown along with it, right. By investing in infrastructure and support in better systems and all of those things. And so how has it changed? And you don't, you can share as much or as little as you want, but in terms of like revenue, right. When you first started to where you are now and what has that allowed for you in terms of envisioning the next chapters, right? I I think that really sharing a little bit about like what is actually possible because it's like, oh, great, you're doing all this stuff. But I think one thing that's missing in the online space is people talk about growth, but they don't also talk about the numbers that go behind it. So- Right. Yeah. That's a great point. So we went, well, when I started with you, I was making what thousand dollars a month, if that, like with my clients and we're well above that. Now we are um, a multi six figure business and I'm hoping next year we'll be in the sevens. Uh, not sure, but can always hope uh, we always crush our goals. And I was talking to someone the other day. She's like, you need bigger goals. I'm like, yeah, I do <laughs> That's, like hit my goal this month for like my 2022 goal. But I think that you know, in the past, I was like, oh, seven figure business. Like, I don't know if I could ever accomplish that. And then, you know, crushing that doubt of like, oh, I can totally do that. And what does that look like? And having the right people on your team to envision how we can get there, a support to help you figure out how the people you need to hire to get there. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I worked on me hiring an amazing director of ops to help with HR and, and people management, which I needed that so badly. And now we got to that goal because I hired that person. Shout out to Vanessa. I'm very thankful for her. (laughs) And I mean, this was like a labor of love too behind the scenes in talking about like, what is the next best investment, right. For your business. And, and when you came to Montgomery for that intensive, that was one of the the topics. And it was like, as your coach and as somebody who really cares about this whole journey, I mean, I was in it with you in terms of like, let's find the right person and, and reaching into my network of people as well. And so I'm just so glad to hear that, like, that's working out, but I mean, truly you guys like look at this, that she has continued to invest in people like as a major piece of this, like you have your own fractional certified director of operations. Like that's a big deal. That's not just for other businesses, right? We tell ourselves these stories. Well, that's for them, or that's for when I get here. And you have also always done a really good job of doing it a little bit early. Like whatever the big next step is, you're like, I'm going to do it. And then you crush your goals. Like you said, and then it's like, well, heck, I need bigger goals. And like right. that is because you continue to put in the effort, the trust in yourself, the personal growth, not letting fear hold you back, letting that be a motivator, leaning into the growth mindset. Like you do all the things that are really, really important. So I yeah. really can't like highlight that enough. That's so, so amazing. What are a couple things that have been like really big lessons for you? Like, let's put on your coaching hat for a moment. Cause I would like to kind of wrap up today with sharing with the audience, some things that you have found to be really important or lessons that you've learned. So just a couple of things that you're like, you know what, here's what I would like to share in terms of being able to make this your reality as well. 
Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like I could do a ton. Um, the first couple, <laughs> like I would say the top one, as you were just talking about, like going ahead of the game is also I made mistakes, right? Like I I paid a lot of money for courses that I shouldn't have. I love courses, but I bought some that I shouldn't have that were way too much money. And I was kind of scammed into them. Like I, oh, you know, yeah. I like the worst, like you need this to be successful. No, you don't. You need Melissa to be successful. <laughs> <laughs> you need to like find people that are going to support you. You don't need to like buy these scams anyway. Just like really thinking about what you should buy because not everything will help you get there, but it's also the time you put into it. So anyway, like, it's okay to make the mistakes. I hired a salesperson when I shouldn't have, like I did some things that maybe I shouldn't have and that's okay. And I didn't let those stop me from like losing money on them. I just kept going and learned. And I think that a lot of times people don't learn from their failures. They just get upset and just quit. Like I was on the brink of quitting a couple of times when Mm -hmm. I got, I was just in a very low point where I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I just, I'm giving up. Like I, when I'm overwhelmed by all these like lead calls coming in, but I had to push through that and figure out, you know, who to hire. And if it didn't work out, then that's okay. You know, like it's, it's okay to make those mistakes or maybe not necessarily mistakes, but you learn from it and you have to, to be self-aware of, of those. So I think that's my biggest one and hire help is number one for me was like, I, anyone that asks me, how do you scale? Like I get asked that quite a bit. It's to hire help, um, to do it. So yeah, that's so good. So for people listening, I know we mentioned, you know, you got really popular on Thumbtack, but who else do you work with? Like, there's going to be people listening to this that are like, well, can she help me with my, you know, digital marketing and, you know, social media? Like, do you, are you taking new clients? Do you work with all types of people? Tell us a little bit about that piece of the business. Yeah. So we work with, so right now we're working with um, probably more medium to large businesses that um, are looking for an overall comprehensive marketing strategy. So we run Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, organic, social, email, SEO. So we, you know, get on a lead call with you. It's a consultation. You can look on our website and book that. And we just give you an idea of what we think would be a good fit for your business. So like I was just talking to a really cool new client that just signed this morning as a cutting board company um, that like lasers people's names on them. It's like really mm. cool. She's been on like the Drew Barrymore show. Like she's been like on really cool things and I'm so excited oh, to so work cool. with her. And I was like, okay, well, do you do email and organic? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, perfect. Ads will work. So like we talk about, you know, what will work based on um, what you already do. So really we work with e commerce, service-based businesses, coaches. Um, we work with a lot of different types of businesses. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I know this is going to be so inspiring to so many people because I think the other thing is like, you've gotten to travel a lot this year. Yeah. You've gone like on like the wedding tour. You've been to more weddings. <laughs> this year. weddings. It was crazy. <laughs> like so many, but you've been able to do that. And that's majorly in part to in- investing in team, but also investing in building the right systems and automating as much as possible. And just knowing, like learning to trust the processes and by doing it right. Instead of someday when, then I will travel. You're like, well, we're going to do this. And and your business proves that it works Mm -hmm. and it continues to grow and it continues to thrive because yet again, you've hit another milestone. I mean, I love it when you box for me and you're like, so I just blew my goals out of the water. And I'm like, of course you did. And then I get to do a happy dance. So (laughs) it's, 
really, really amazing. And again, as not only an entrepreneur, but a mom and a wife to someone who is active duty military, like there's a lot of layers and you have a team of people now and a whole lot of amazing clients and you're still, and and your heart is still in it. Like you said, you still oversee the strategy. You, something that's really important that I also want to highlight is you're not trying to just, you could already be at seven figures. You could but you're doing this with integrity and making sure that you still are delivering the best quality product that exists for your clients. And I think that that is something that will continue to set you apart and continue to just build such a loyal customer base. So anyway, I could just brag on you all day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Any last thoughts or things that you want to share before we wrap up today? No, I, I mean, I think, maybe the big thing is just to invest in people to surround you. If you're diving into this and you feel alone, um, you're not alone. And there are people out there that will support you. Um, whether that's in just, you can only do wind down Wednesdays right now or whatever. Like there are people out there that will support you in your journey. Absolutely. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so excited for this to release because like I said, I know that this is just going to be really motivating to so many people who are on a similar journey or desire to be in a similar spot or just starting out. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.